Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Just Don't Think Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will, and I'm here with Ryan. Yo, what's up? And we're back with another special guest. You may have heard him before, it's Danny. Yes, guys, I'm so happy to be back on this podcast. The first time I was here, one of the greatest experiences of the year, I must say. Yeah, there's not much to talk about in this year as well. So today, we're on a special day, also known as Christmas Eve, and we're here today to talk about the miracles of Christmas. So do you want to talk about that, Will? Yeah, so I think my family never been too keen on Christmas. So like, because we're like, I feel like it's mostly like because we're immigrants, and then we don't really value kind of like the gift giving. Also, like coming from the East, like it's not as big there as it is with western culture so like i'm curious to see what you guys have actually like experienced in terms of christmas yeah so okay for for me at least like like yeah i think it can relate to extent right because we're like like our heritage like there there's not really christmas like uh from the background like um i think we're all chinese right mm-hmm. um so yeah for sure like we don't uh put up the christmas tree and like we don't decorate and stuff like that but I don't know. I feel like we still have at least some kind of, I don't know, maybe dinner every year. Obviously not this year due to those conditions, but honestly, like, it, 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 it's, it just feels like a different time, even though we're not explicitly doing much, oh, I guess. Yo, that's crazy, because my house has a Christmas tree up right now. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yo, like, when I was, like, six years old, like, my family, when Zellers was closing down, like, they had, like, a giant clearance sale, and we bought, like, this fake Christmas tree for, like, seven bucks. And it's still up. Yo. Wow. And, like, I guess my mom just enjoys, like, getting into the holiday spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we don't celebrate Christmas, uh, like, besides putting up the Christmas tree. Like, that's all we do for Christmas. But it's, like, the thought that yeah. really matters for your family. Yeah, the thought that counts, bro. I feel like it doesn't feel like Christmas this year, though. Because, like, the weather gets you in the mood. Like, Ooh. when it's, like, white and snowy outside. And right now, like, it's pretty dreary, like... It's pretty wet. There's, it's like raining every day. Like I feel like, it doesn't feel like what Christmas should be like when you look in the movies. Yeah. It's like snowy outside. Like people are yeah. drinking like hot chocolate at the fireside. That's like the image you get when you hear about Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Snow has been on the decline these these last couple of years. Like, um, I think for sure. Like I don't know. Today, like it just snowed. Like what? Like one hour ago. Like it yeah. came in clutch. Yeah, the snow yeah, came but... in, bro. Like it came, it snowed, like <laughs> it's still like, like right nothing. Now. It's still yeah. Snowing. Yo, the snow came in clutch. We're having a white Christmas, guys. Woo! Wait on top. But, but honestly, yeah, it it is kind of sad that I don't know we're not getting the the environment that we've been getting when we were like younger. I guess. I feel like the weather has been like mostly the same. If I'm being honest, like when I was young. Really? Like I feel like it's you just look back on like the best days when you're young. And you like you don't focus on like all those like shitty days where like there's nothing like it's just a cloudy day with nothing going on. No, I, I, I remember like a lot of my childhood days, like even the most like, the more mundane ones. But like every memory I have around Christmas, even if they were like sad or boring, like they were all like I could vividly imagine like outside being super filled with, just filled to the brim with like snow up to like the door, and then we wouldn't be able to like do anything but like stay inside as a family and like eat dinner together. Maybe you've been living in the North Pole or something because I don't remember that. Like I, I swear, like it's like a fifty-fifty, like a coin flip. Like it's either there's snow outside or it's like basically like a fall day. Like there's nothing outside. Uh, I think I'm with Will here. Like when, I, like when I think about it, like I can picture like snow. Like, like I, I think that like, like I think I remember that like there's one year in specific, maybe like. In the in the like the recent ones, I mean like in the recent five years, that like there was no snow at all, and I was I told my parents I'm like guys, what is this, right? Like I was I was kind of disappointed because like usually like you got a bit of snowman, and then I'm like, okay, well maybe uh, the the world's climate is changing. Yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe I, I guess my memory is just not as up to par as the rest of you guys. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, kind of sucks. I guess I was the one in the wrong here. Like, my memory is just the faulty one. But, <laughs> like, on the topic of global warming, do you think that global warming has caused snow to snow less? Or is it just coincidence? Um, I know for sure one of the years was because of the Gulf. Um, the Gulf winds, right? 
I don't know too much about it, but I know the golf ones cost like like two centimeters of snow, like over the entirety of the summer. But I mean, like, come on, that's everything we told is is global warming is real, man. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I feel like it, it could not be like related to global warming because like global warming or climate change mainly affects the temperature, right? So Does, like doesn't temperature affect so snowfall? like it's precipitation like if if it's like below zero you get snow and if it's above zero you get rain right so mm-hmm. my thinking is like if we get a lot of rain that means like if it is caused by climate change because it could have been snow but like if there's no rain at all which has been happening this month like it probably wouldn't have snowed either like it was like three degrees colder Bro, I don't remember anything from grade 9 geography, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, barely paid attention in that class. I can't tell you anything, man. Yo, but I remember, yeah. like, snow used to be crazy, bro. Like, in grade 7, like, we had, like, snow days, like, every two weeks. Not grade yeah. 7, like, grade 5. Oh, yeah. What happened, man? Yo, like, they would hit us, like, on the news with, like, the lake effect snow. It's, like... Caution, there may be like 30 to 40 centimeters of snow today. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's yeah. like, yo, 10 centimeters of snow, like, you better watch out or else you might crash your car. <laughs> I missed that. I, I, I missed like the greatly exaggerated things. Any Anything else in your life that you missed that used to be greatly exaggerated? Um, off the top of my head, no. I mean, I, mean, I, I kind of just missed. I, I, like the great leagues like television stuff like that like i don't know so i'm like i'll talk about christmas i remember like all my parents like all my family was just like we'd sit down watch tv and we just watch like whatever crappy show comes up like the christmas specials and those movies were always super poorly acted and always just funny because of the how like greatly they exaggerate everything i, yeah, I guess i, I kind of missed out of it yeah, I would like to say the like some of the Christmas movies were like like okay, I'm not sure if my opinion is unpopular here, but the Rudolph stop motion animation movie, like if you guys are talking about, yeah, I've watched that. Yeah. Like, that one, times. I couldn't, I could not watch it. Like I, I, I found it so boring. Like I don't know if I didn't understand it or anything, but like when that came on, like, like I, I don't know, I, like it was unwatchable for me. I feel like I, I, it, that's like nostalgic because like I watched it so many times. Like it's basically my childhood. So like. You can't diss that to me, but like it's probably think... boring. Like if you watched it now, <laughs> I've watched like one scene of it and never. I don't think I've ever like fully watched it. Cause like I... the the movie itself, like looking back, like it is kind of uncanny. Like it looks very like unreal. Like if you know what I'm saying, like they're moving, but they look like they're made out of cloth. So like it feels kind of unsettling. But isn't that like the like the whole charm to it, like the kind yeah. of animatronic ish style movements like it feels like something that a kid could make and that gives it a little bit of love it makes it feel like a horror movie more like <laughs> no man no. <laughs> yo is there any favorite christmas movies that you have or do you think all christmas movies are trash oh i okay i don't remember many christmas movies but i do remember elf Holy! I watched that <laughs> thing so many times because I was forced to at school. Just I remember they wheel in the TV into your room. Oh yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> like a crappy VHS player, <laughs> and everyone gets excited because like think you're watching Bill Nye or something, and they fuck, oh, and they fucking put on Elf. <laughs> Did you enjoy Elf at least? Like I no. I swear, like um, every person I've met, like in grade. Before I re- I thought that they all said that like Elf was their favorite movie. It's like yo, so funny guys. And then like the think- only thing I remember like there's like a scene apparently where the guy is in the elevator and he's pushing all the buttons, and it, it, he said it was like a Christmas tree because like the <laughs> lights lit up. <laughs> that's that's an interesting scene to remember uh, out of that movie. Like okay, I think for me when I watched that movie, um. Like I didn't mind it, but at the same time, it felt kind of strange, cause it was it was like an old man, right? But like he was kind of a child at the same time. I I don't know, like that aspect was kind of weird to me. But like I don't know, I didn't mind the movie for sure. Really? Did you did you like think it was like entertaining? Um, like, well, I mean, it was entertaining enough that I could watch the whole thing. So I don't know. Really? Like, I give it a pass. Yeah, no, cause like the unsettling adults pretending to be a kid. 
and I'll like uh, like the the entertainment came from like um him doing stupid stuff, right? Which yeah. like him making the spaghetti chocolate gumball whatever whatever like kidney failure thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, not kidney failure, a diabetic inducing thing. And then I remember like everyone laughing. I just couldn't like. It, it's not that I. It's just it felt. I hate using the word cringe, but it was like cringe. <laughs> like, that's, that's, yeah, how I guess I can, so. that's how I can describe it. So it seems like you had a sad childhood, is what you're trying to say. Wow, it's not like, sad. Probably, like, just like SpongeBob as well. It's I like, love it's, SpongeBob, dude. Shut up. Voice acting, literal children. Like, if you have you thought of it that way? Wasn't Sponge? No, wait. Wasn't SpongeBob's voice actor a girl? Well, I think like for cartoon characters, like all the boys are voiced by women, right? Oh yeah, because that's how you get the prepubescent voice. Yeah. Oh, like Timmy Turner, dude. I love Timmy Turner. Wait, have you watched this oh, yeah. Christmas movie? Like, it was like Die Lit. No, it was like Die Hard. Like, have you watched? Oh it? yeah, Die Hard. Yo, that movie is goaded. Uh, like, have well, you I watched haven't it? watched it, but I've never but watched I, Die Hard. I didn't know it was about Christmas. No, because like, it happened on Christmas, so like it's technically oh. like a Christmas movie. I see. I see. Because it was like a Christmas party, I think. That gets like taken over by terrorists. Like I think it's probably one of the goaded Christmas movies. Is it good? Do you recommend it? Yeah, you should watch it together. Like, it's... can you give me a plot summary? Plot summary. Like a brief. So yeah. there's like a Christmas party at some like office building, like eighty story office building, and then some German terrorists come and try to like blow up the building, and then our like main character like defeats the terrorists. Okay. Sorry, you're really, you're really selling it poorly. <laughs> no, but it's like entertaining. Like the action is like top notch, bro. Like the villain, like very riveting. Like you can't, I can't under, like I'm probably underselling it, but it's pro- it deserves an Oscar. Like it's probably one of the greatest movies ever made. Okay, well I'll take your wow. word for it. Oh man, oh I just, oh I feel like the overall mood for Christmas, like just. Just feels subpar compared to other years. Yeah, but do you know what yeah. saved Christmas this year? What? You know, Playboy Cardi, right? This guy is dropping his album tonight, like at twelve o'clock Christmas Day. <laughs> like his new album, like very anticipated, is coming out. Didn't Didn't um, he say he was selling, like dropping his album like every day for the past like year? Yeah, but he actually like came out with the merchandise and shit. Like he's hyping up Christmas. Like oh. it's gonna be big. Well, I, I, honestly, I, I hope he's telling the truth because, like, this is one of the most anticipated hip hop records of the decade, maybe. Yeah. Honestly. Whole lot of red, probably. Playboy Cardi, some. He's a very interesting artist, a real game changer for sure because of the way he uses his voice, and I think that this album in particular could push the boundaries of music, like of that we know right now. Absolutely, I have to say. Um... I don't know. I feel like the the culture on social media, honestly, has been taking over. Like, with the set, like like with the sentiment of the hype around it. But honestly, like, um, like who knows what will happen? Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be like a really like a good album for sure. Because he's okay, okay. working for a long time on this album. Like, I think it's been like two years. Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, he's releasing it on Christmas Day, but I I don't think he'll be really relevant to Christmas, though. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, I feel like it's not a Christmas album, but, like, it just came out at the right time. Like, everything clicked at the right time, and he was able to release the album in Christmas with the maximum hype. I see, I see. Okay, okay. Well, um, I don't know. Personally, like, if we're going back to the topic of Christmas... Um, like, I'm probably just gonna go to bed today. Like, I, like I'm not really in the mood to to stay up or anything. I don't know anyone who stays up for Christmas though. I thought that everyone stayed up for like New Year's and like once it was like one a.m. Everyone would make their like funny haha. It's like this is my <laughs> it's a New Year guys like haha get it. And then after that they'd just go to bed or like party till like three o'clock. That honestly, that that's interesting. I, I like honestly, um, even though New Year's is a different topic, like I, I haven't really, I don't know, experienced that much of of the hype around it. To be honest, why don't you understand the hype? Uh, well, maybe because I'm, I, I'm, I, 
like I'm not a partier. Like, I'm more of a, an, an, like introverted, I guess. Like in terms of like like for celebrations, like I really don't mind like celebrating, right? Like like I could I could do with like with or without it. Oh, that's true. Like I feel like there's other opportunities to have fun. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. I mean. I mean, New Year's was never about the party, though. It wasn't. It was just about like just waiting for a number to go down, and everyone. Wait, during New Year's, feeling... like, have you watched the New Year's special with Ryan Seacrest? Because that's what I watch every year. It was like... Is that the one where they Times Square and the yeah. ball drop? Yeah. No, I never watched that. Yeah, neither do I. Like, I would put that like on the background, but like, I would usually go to bed like before because I got too tired. Can you? Do you get tired at twelve? Yeah. Oh. Why? Oh, you, this guy can go on till like four o'clock. Like this guy's a true. What do you call it? The term. Noct- it's nocturnal. Gamer. Like this guy just stays out. It's gamer. <laughs> like he games through. Like he's. No. Okay. It's literally. I just stay up watching YouTube and I go one video too long and then it's over. Okay. So the word is degenerate instead. <laughs> no, whoa, come, on, whoa, come on. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> no, man. I just. I, I, okay, my sleep schedule has always been, like, I go to, okay, I can't fall asleep easy. And all my sleep is super light. So, the way mm. I go to sleep is by exhausting myself, like, mentally, until I can That's, actually fall asleep. So, it's just consuming media. So, I don't know, for me, um, like, I've, I've had those experiences before, but, like, I, I feel like it's inconsistent. I don't know. For me, at least, like, some nights I can't sleep at all. Like, like I'm just so... Like my mind is wandering so fast, that I just can't get it to calm down. And then some, some nights I, I like I sleep like a baby. So really, like, I don't know. like head on pillow, just gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like, like, like my the optimal goal is to one day figure out how to get that kind of sleep every night. Like, is there some cheat code that like you can do? But <laughs> cheat code's melatonin, dude. Never relies on drugs to go to sleep. It's not a drug. Okay, look, hold on, let me grab the bottle. What's the definition of a drug, Will? Like, it's um. A substance that alters the way that your body functions. What'd you say? A drug is a substance that alters the way your body functions. And melatonin, it makes you sleep better. So it's a drug by definition. Like you're an wow. addict. No, it's it's pre... It's... um Okay. Let me see. And okay, me- all melatonin pills or like whatever crap you get it from, they're all like precursors that promote melatonin production. Not actual melatonin because that's not how your brain you, Like you could be putting like microchips in your medicine. Like you could be being medical... by Bill Gates, and you wouldn't know. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay, I don't care if I was tracked by Bill Gates. Like, what if they put vaccines inside there? Like, they they literally could give you like some disease, and you wouldn't know. Like, yeah, the disease to buy Microsoft products. <laughs> yeah, like you'd have a sudden urge to buy Windows on your install Windows on your computer. Oh man, I, I need to buy any laptop, but no. Okay, back on melatonin. Okay, I, every okay, I think I'm like 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 Danny. You know the mind wandering, you can't fall asleep. Yeah, that's like every night for me, oh, and okay. it, it's brutal. But when I take this thing, I just go out, and whenever I take it, I get like my dreams are usually super light and super like non non like. That's not satisfying. That's not the right word, but it's like super unfulfilling. But whenever I take wow. melatonin, I sleep like a log, and it's like the best feeling ever. I see. I see. For dreams, though, we're talking about dreams. Yeah, like, you want to talk about dreams? You want to talk about dream day? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I could. I could. But like, before we move on, um, like w- when it comes to dreaming, um. Like, I have the most vivid dreams. Like, I don't want to leak what I dream because some of it might not be suitable to reveal to the, the audience. But, like, I have very vivid uh, experiences. And honestly, like, that's why I enjoy dreaming, to be honest. Yeah. Like, like, like you, like, remember, like, a lot of the action and a lot of the things that happened. Like, it felt like yeah. you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, if I think back, like, I can picture, like, a lot of dreams I had a long time Damn. ago. Like, all my dreams are like, oh, well, I don't dream anymore, but all the dreams I usually have are like super light and never memorable. But but when I take melatonin, all my dreams are super vivid. And every time I take it, like I'm guaranteed to dream, and it's like 
slowly becoming an addiction to taking it just so I can treat Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's like safe LSD. Is that is that like comparing it to LSD? Well, yeah. I'm not sure. Like, you go on a trip. Like, okay, I don't know what a trip is, but like, like it's like an acid trip is it, is what they say. Like, yeah, where you see like you just see some shit. Yeah, I guess it's, it's, it's like that. Hmm? I'm on the, the Google, and it says that melatonin is possibly safe when taken by mouth appropriately long term. So why possibly? Why possibly? Wait, wait, wait! Can you switch up a uh, melatonin? I I know you can't overdose on it because I searched that up before I bought it. But it's, um, no, it's it's safe to take it every night, but only for the short term because like it could mess with, like you're gonna be dependent on the melatonin in the future, right? Because like yeah. you could be depressed. Like some of the long term effects include headaches, short term feelings of depression, daytime sleepiness, dizziness, stomach cramps, and irritability. Wait, isn't is isn't depression sadness over a long period of time? So how is it short term depression? Like feelings how does that of work? depression, like the feelings. Oh, just the symptoms, just the symptoms. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm pretty um, sure, like, what what I think it is is because, like, your body becomes like dependent on melatonin to like produce, right? Like it's like it's all yeah, artificial instead of natural. Themselves. Yeah. Wait, how often do you take it? Do you take it every night now? No, I take it once a week. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty lax. Okay, okay. Because, like, I was kind of worried right there where you said, like, melatonin is the only thing that makes me complete as a person. Like, I was... Okay, getting... okay, wait, not okay, wait to... <laughs> wait to... Wait to exaggerate <laughs> what I said. I'm just... No, it's... Calling it how I see it. It makes me feel nice. Oh, God, I sound, I sound like an addict, dude. <laughs> I sound like an addict. <laughs> but, uh, do you want to go on Dream? About the Dream? So a dream, for those of you who don't know, is a Minecraft speedrunner, and then he got accused of cheating by like some moderators of a speedrunning website. And I think two days ago he released his response. So have you watched the response video, any of you? No. Um. Well, okay, here's here's what I can say. I haven't watched the response video, but it seems like there's a lot of bias between different communities, right? Like like the dream fans or stands as they call it. Are, are obviously right now defending uh, Dream, like, because, I don't know, like, I guess there's that bias because they, they like his content, right? But then if you look at the Dream subreddit or the Dream Discord, there's a lot of heat going on. I think because Dream has has been caught lying. I'm pretty sure. Like, wait, wait. Um, like, how? So, okay, so, um, I was browsing uh, the subreddit, right? And apparently, um, there, there's screenshots of this happening, and Dream was kind of like, um, like at first, I think he claimed that he didn't hire someone from the like like from like wherever to write the report for him. But then like he like kind of backtracked on that and like changed his answer or something. So Wait, now, what, like, what report? Kinda... Okay, so basically what happened was in the response video, this guy. Do you know like how the the first accusation of him cheating? Like they came out with a whole like mathematical like report, like proving yeah. why he cheated. So then he he comes back. He hires some like astrophysicist from. Harvard to write a report for him, t- talking about why like the bi- like the people who wrote the statistics report proving that he was wrong were like retarded, and how like whoa whoa uh, they just didn't use correct math to determine that he was cheating, and rather his chances of what his dreams were were actually like one in five million instead of one in seventy two trillion, so it's like a big difference because like it could could conceivably happen, and that was his main response. Wait, so the astrophysicist, whatever, mega uber genius guy was, like, not, he just paid off? Yeah, like, he said he was yeah. paid, but in the report, like, there is, like, two whole pages dedicated to talking about how the astrophysicist, like, the guy who wrote it, is anonymous, and he is completely unbiased, which I somehow don't buy for some reason. Yeah, so so that's the kind of where the controversy is right now. Because, um, like, honestly, at the end of the day, it's really hard to, to, to talk about, like, whether he actually cheated or not. Cause like it's really hard to I guess formulate the evidence because you never know right like it could have been like a coincidence, so honestly like I think it's more about like if he did cheat or if he didn't cheat like like would there really be any like consequences because of how big he is right like like he's taken over like the culture by by so much like he like he's like he's arguably one of the biggest figures right now in like the the influence like like the influencer scene right like. I feel like it, okay, even if you're a felt, felt like a founder of like a certain genre, you can still die off like like Warner, well not Warner, um, 
Re- the React channel, what are they called? Yeah, yeah, fine, the Fine Bros. The Fine Bros. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like they founded that whole React stuff, right? But we know, like, like it doesn't matter, like, how big or how small your controversy is. Like, you can still disappear, even if you had, like, all the fame. Oh, but I feel That's like very true. for a dream in specific, like, I feel like this is a good, like, this is overall good for him. Because, like, it doesn't really matter if his speedrun gets taken down, like... I don't think anyone really cares at this point. Just, people just want to like slander the man, and I think that any type of publicity is good. Like we're talking about him because he cheated, so like he's getting more attention. He's making like more cash from his YouTube channel, so I think it's yeah. overall pretty good. If we're but talking it's... about money, right? Like then obviously it is. It's great for him because like, I think everyone's talking about it. But like I don't think he needs more money. I don't know. Like, like I feel like he's already pretty well off. Yeah, I think it hurts his reputation, but, like, if he has his dedicated fan base, like, it doesn't hurt him, like, overall. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Uh, but it's like, yeah, no, but he has a steady stream, and he's still growing, right? It's not like he was dying off, and he needed, like, a like a, like a a stimulus to kind of boost his numbers again. So, I, I don't think that, because the only thing that this is going to lead to is, like, him being more irrelevant, right? After the whole hype dies down around him cheating, like I think it's like more harm long term than it is like beneficial in the short term for money gain. Yeah, I think so. Like it's, it, I think it's his first major like controversy because he was pretty like see he was seen as pretty unpro- like unproblematic, right? Like he didn't even do a face reveal. Like he's pretty secretive about like like his life and stuff. So I don't know. Like maybe like his first like major minor controversy, I would say. Wait, is he is he the world record holder? No, I think um, he was like no, in the top so. ten, I think, but he wasn't the world record. Well, the thing is, right now, like, there's like a thing like with just streamers going for the Minecraft like speedrun record, like even like like I'm not sure if you guys know who Tfue is, like the, uh, the Fortnite, Fortnite player. The yeah, like like he's he's yeah. on that trend. Like, uh, I don't know if you know who Forsen is. Oh, I know Forsen. Wait, Forsen? Yeah. Oh yeah, you were, yeah I remember yeah, hearing Forsen. And I think it's like he's XQC. Like, they, yeah, they so, all do speedrunning. So definitely, like, that's a trend right now. Like, whether people are actually good or not. Because I'm sure, like, them three are nowhere close to getting the world record, but it's fun to watch. I don't know. I just, I just think speedrunning is stupid. It's just a waste <laughs> of time. Honestly, like, like, if you're never successful, then it's kind of one of the worst careers, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think you'd call it a career. It's. I feel like if it's... Unless... I feel like it's a hobby at most, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I feel like, like but isn't Will a avid speedrunner of a video game as well? Like, <laughs> do you want to talk about that, Will? I speedrun two games in my whole life. But I speedrun... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, getting over it uh, with Bennett Foddy and Celeste. And how much time did you spend in both games speedrunning? <laughs> I can check right now, hold on. Just give us so an estimate a... for Celeste, uh, that's the one I care about. Uh, um, okay, no, no, no. Let's, let's go in order. Like uh, that one takes time to open because my computer is absolute garbage. But I know for getting over with Bennett Foddy, it took me eight hours, eight to ten hours to beat the game. And right now, no, do, I can have... you just give us like a rough estimate? Like you don't have to give us the exact numbers. I want the exact numbers. I want. I, I spent sixty hours speedrunning, getting over it, and each run takes like five minutes, five six minutes. For for me at least, so I I played that game so much, and what do I feel? What do I realize? I realize that like I'm not good enough to get a record. I'm not good enough to like look that impressive. I'm just kind of like at a point of like in between where it's just depressing. (laughs) So like you're basically saying that you're like. In the mediocre section of... Yeah, and it's like, it's like I could dedicate more time to, like, becoming better. But, like, the reward I get for the amount of time I commit is just isn't worth it. Yeah, I feel you. Like, you could be spending that time lifting, you know, like, getting massive... Yeah, arms. getting stacked. <laughs> yeah, you could be using that time to, like, like grind the school, like, get... Do literally anything else. Classes, but, like... When you speedrun Celeste, like, if you put, like, two hours every day, like, you just get a lower yeah, number, but... you might not even get in, like, the top 100. Because, like, there's, like, uh, like yeah. 
people just like you who want to be in the top 100. And yeah, and the, these games are super day. popular speed runs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like Celeste is like a top five game for speed running. Yeah, because it's wow. like it's it's super. The movement feels super good, and it's. There's like a lot of like techniques that you can use to go. Yeah, and the game is like very. Um, it teaches you a lot of the techniques, and there's no like game breaking glitches that you need to know. So it's all about skill. And then for Celeste, which is the one that you're waiting for, I have a total of seven days and three hours, which is how much? I can't do math. Seven days. Seven, th hours. seven times 24. So that's... But once, so I have... Hours. So 170 hours. Uh, I beat the game in... I think... Six hours? So the other 160 hours essentially is you speed running the game. No, I, I spent 10 hours like going for uh, 100%. Okay, so uh, 150 hours. Which is yeah, 150 still, hours. Like, quite a lot of time. Like if you sp did an hour a day, that would be half a year basically of you playing. Yeah. Well, well, if if I could speak on this, like I have unspeakable hours in some other games I play. Like I think I have one game where I have, I have like a like 130 days in game. Yeah, but like. In all the time that you put in, like, at least you're having fun for this. Like, I'm not having fun unless I'm, like, beating PB. Like, that's, like, once in, like, one in ten times. That's, a, honestly, that could be an addiction. Like, like, what are we thinking here? No, I've stopped. I haven't touched the game in, like, a week. That's good, that's good. Wait, how many, wait, how many hours? Is this yes? Um, no. I think it's Minecraft, right? Um... Yeah, like, like I can't lie. Like Minecraft was a large part of my life for several, several years. I would say, but like I don't know. Like I, I definitely like you're right. I definitely enjoyed the moments I had in the game. So yeah, like you, if you look back at like probably your Minecraft career, like you think of like all the servers you played and all the fun you had on all of them, like with friends. For yeah, Celeste, true. like the only memorable <laughs> moments was like, holy shit, I did that. I did that tech that I watched a YouTuber do, <laughs> and it saved me two frames. <laughs> I'm still like 30 minutes behind PB. <laughs> oh no. Honestly, and like it's it's the worst when like you, like the speedruns are long, right? Because like mm -hmm. let's say like you get like halfway through and you realize like I'm nowhere close, and you've just wasted a whole run because you don't even finish it. Yeah, that's yes. Like I remember playing Celeste like 30 minutes in, because I I think my best is 42 minutes something for any percent, and I just remember like getting to the last chapter or last segment of the run and realizing I'm like two minutes behind PB and if I want to even get my PB I have to play like to the world record level and I'm just like I, it's just a waste of 30 minutes yeah but yeah no it's definitely better to just play the games you like rather than speedrun it unless like speedrunning no, there's really no justification to get into speedrunning. <laughs> like, but if you think about it, right? Like, we're still students, right? So, like, we ha we ha we like it's kind of like we have that free time. But like, there's adults out there, right? Who, who, who likes, are who are just like, speedrunning. Put their jobs, bro. Like, that's their life. <laughs> like, they just speedrun a game and they get nothing out of it unless you become like famous. So, like, yeah, I I think it's still better because like you still have that time to spend. Like, it's like not like crucial that like you don't. Speed rent Celeste or whatever. I guess that's so, true. Well, I don't know. I just look back and think of like 150 hours I could have been like practicing, learning a new instrument, trying to learn like another language. But no, I just ran it down a game, just dying <laughs> over and over. But, and I'm not even like top one. I'm not even top 500. Okay, think about it this way: like, would you actually use that time to like learn a new language? Like, how? That sounds like a New Year's resolution. Like people say that they're gonna do something, but like it never happens at the end. No, I definitely would have done something. Okay. If you told me you're if I if I, if I if I okay if 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 that time if I got that time back, would I have done something different? I probably would have done more. I would have like probably learned something else because I genuinely do like learning, and to me like learning how to speedrun Celeste was learning, right? So I yeah, I kind of delved deep into it. What would you like to learn then, right now, since you quit speedrunning? <laughs> um, guitar. I'm just trying to. Oh. oh, that sounds nice. 
Anything else? Or are you just trying to like win some girls with guitar? No, I okay. Shut up. Okay, um, well, okay. Well, like honestly, like that is a big like um like drawing like uh, like or like pull factor of why I want to learn guitar. I can't lie. Like. Like, it, it is pretty attractive, right? Like That, that is true. And it was like, yeah. It was like, p girls, like, preferred men, like, 60, some, 60, like, 36% more if they had a guitar. <laughs> but, okay, statistics aside, like, it, I, there's, um, I, I just wanted to learn a song that I liked, because I was at a friend's house, he had a guitar, and I had nothing to do while I was waiting for him. So I just picked it up, Googled the tutorial, and just started learning it. It was really fun. And I really wanted to learn Lights Down Low by Max. Oh yeah, banger of a song, and I did, and then I just like it, it's just nice, cause it's like you can, the guitar is like so versatile compared to like the violin. <laughs> like violin, you go you you screech a few melodies, but with guitar you have bass, you have melody, you can do support, and you can do like so many different chords. It's so much more fun, and like you can combine your voice, so like add a little bit of singing, and it's just overall just better. This yeah, is like, objectively one of the better instruments. Yeah, like you don't pe see people like playing the violin and singing. Like, no, that's not a thing. is that possible? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like... I'm wondering if that's possible. <laughs> Me, well, you know, it's just it's just fun, and I I would like to learn like piano because piano is one of the other ones that's like everything in one. Yeah, I guess it. it but how would you get a piano? Like, would you buy like an electronic? Piano? I have a, I have a oh. synth in my house. Oh yeah. Where is it? I've never seen it. It's in the, you know, the room where I used to have my laptop in. No. It's it's in one of the upstairs rooms, and I got it for. Originally, the idea was that I started learning uh, piano in prep for ARCT violin, because for ARCT violin, you need level six piano yeah. as well. Wow. But you give and up then, on your uh, <laughs> it wasn't a dream. It was. It was uh, a. Goal? It was a far. Is out. No, sure. It's sure. Yeah. It's but like I, I can't play. It's no passion in me playing violin anymore. I I can't do it. How about piano? Would you? I feel like piano is a much more impressive instrument. Really? I feel like they're um, both equally impressive on like high levels. Yeah. Oh, but, but I feel, I feel like, like more people play piano, so like it's more unique if you play the violin. Like you stand. Yeah. Yeah. More. I, yeah, I yeah but like mid-level like violin you can only play like a few songs but like mid-level piano you can play literally everything oh yeah that, that's also true mm -hmm. cause like what I can play like the first movement of Vivaldi Spring and it sounds okay but then you play piano it's like you don't even need to be good but you can learn stuff like River Flows in You and you got the melody you got the uh, harmony and you got everything tied together it just sounds so much more whole than just the violin yeah yeah, the piano, I feel like, is the GOAT instrument. Like, you can't beat it. Like, it's probably one of the greatest human inventions, if I'm being honest. Wow. Like, I think That's about a it. a high title. Like, it's, it's, it's so versatile. Like, it fits in every genre of music. Like, it's what classical music is made out of, right? Like, it's big in pop music. Like, you have pop ballads. Like, it's big in rap. Like, a lot of beats are piano-based. Like, it's literally so versatile because, like, it can fit any mood. Like, you can have a sad piano songs. You can have, like, happy songs, fast songs. And like it always fits on piano because like the sound is so universal. Unlike violin, like every time you hear this grating sound of a violin, like it. Grating. You see that it's sad. Like that's the only time you hear. Not sad. No. It. No. Okay. But like no. I feel like that's the conception that people have. Like it's less versatile. Like it doesn't go as well with other instruments. Like when you hear violin, it's usually with like an orchestra or other violins, right? But like if yeah. you can like pair that with any other type of instrument right like you hear it in jazz bands with like drums and a double bass like it's it can be solo like it can be fit in an orchestra like it literally fits in everything and i feel like that's something that the violin doesn't have so that's why i think the piano is the good instrument wait did you learn piano uh, danny yeah i actually i actually am uh learning piano right now to be honest oh you're still learning yeah like like i just like so like last year like i ended up on level nine Oh. And then like this year, I'm like, okay, I might as well just do level ten because I feel like I have the time and like, n like nothing to lose, right? Because honestly, like I don't have that many extracurriculars, so like I have the time for for sure. And I think just having something to do, like, it's pretty interesting. And especially because honestly, like, music is a stress reliever, right? Like, 
like in, in terms of like if you sit in your computer all day, like it's it's good to switch things up, right? And then like like maybe bang something on the keys, you know. You know wait, wait, it's a stress reliever. Uh, okay, well, like it's just a lever when like it's not like stressful, like like because right now I'm learning piano, but like I'm not going for the exam or anything, like. like oh, I'm just learning for the sake of learning. Yeah. So like. Oh. So like I don't really need to like be that stressed, and like honestly. I'm arguably playing better. I can't even lie, right? Like, I feel like when you have the stress, like, it causes you to like practice for the sake of practicing, and like, I don't know. Yeah, and the practice sessions aren't like good sessions. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite song that you played so far on the piano? Um, it's it's one by um the the Bussy. The Bussy. The Bussy. The Bussy. Yeah, Claude uh, and Debussy. Like, Which one? And Cla- like, Claire de Lune? Um, no. It's something... Okay, it's Burestine? something to do with a doctor. It's oh, something to do with a doctor. Like, I don't know the name. It's like doc- Dr. Ed Parnasson or something. But like, but it's a very fast song. Like, I like honestly, I like him as a composer. Like, honestly, like, just like as a casual music listener, right? Like, like Mozart and Bach, for example. Like, stuff like that. Like, I, I don't really enjoy it that much. But like, this guy, like, like his stuff, like, I listen to on Spotify. Like, I, like... Like I have it in playlists. Like it's pretty interesting. Yeah, because I think it's it's like the difference between genres. Like Mozart and Beethoven, like they're great composers, but they're like classical music, right? So like the style was different from Debussy, who was like, I think it was like impressionist, where like he focused more on like I don't know what it was, but it was like melody, like emotions. I think like it was it was like more abstract, and I feel like that translates into his music, where like it's like less structured, but like. It, it has its own vibe, you know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you've listened to, like, Debussy songs, right? Me? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm talking to Oh, no, I I listened to Claire de Lune, that's about it. Yeah, did you like Claire de Lune? Not really, it's, it was just another piece that's to interesting. me. Interesting, interesting. Well, because... Uh, what? Claude Debussy, like, he's an impressionist music. Like his music was the genre of impressionism. Oh uh, no, like, I I don't. It's like mm-hmm. philosophical. Like they they use like colors and light inside their, like they use like analogies to light and color, to like wow curate their music. Like it's very <laughs> massive. Very, like did you do of, music history? No, I've done it in, in like high school, but like not outside. Uh, no, I, okay. All the eras, bro, classical, romantic, like all those eras, I have no feelings for. Like all the all the fun of all the fun of everything has been drained away from me. The only the only music I did enjoy, like playing, was um like every the the contemporary composers, like people that like I wouldn't say that no one really knows, but like no one really listens to like like the stuff the high school bands play. And the stuff that yeah yeah yeah, yeah like like like, yeah, like the composers that get commissioned for stuff like this just for like like level level like orchestral level three or, or like band level three or four music yeah, like so that music true. isn't really made to like kind of like emphasize a feeling or emphasize an idea it's just music for the sake of being music and being fun yeah I see and yeah I think I think um, I remember my favorite piece was a so it's by bob phillip it's called impact yeah that sounds exciting it it is exciting because because i actually didn't have any bars of rest in that one as a violist (laughs) (laughs) well it's because i don't know maybe all the fun stuff i had was like in orchestra rather than like practicing individual solos or like concertos and I think for that reason, like, all the classical pieces, like, I have no love for, but all the more contemporary stuff, like, that you play in groups, like, I always enjoy. I see, I see. Yeah, like, um, like, in terms of, like, the more, like, contemporary, like, it, it, it's contemporary, like, like, considered new? Yeah, it's just the current, current. I feel okay, like it's, okay, like, yeah, a so time like, period, like, from, like, the 1950s to, like, 2000 area. Contemporary. Because I feel like... Piano composing is kind of dead now. Like, they all became, like, producers or, like, a rapper. It's fine. Like, I feel like it's just not as popular. Like, I'm sure, like, it exists. But, like, there's not as many people, right, that do it. Yeah. It's, like, it's harder to do as a profession, like, before. Like, like, piano was, like, the hot shit, right? Like, people would go to concerts just to listen to pianos. And, like, now it's only the diehard, like, 
classical music lovers that go to like piano concerts right and yeah like most people they just go to like a travis scott concert and like get hyped up like i feel like it's like a different taste in music now like music has evolved to like what the mainstream is which is just pop pretty much anything and then piano just fits right in yeah but to be honest like ever since Kanye dropped na 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 like Beethoven's been real quiet so like you really can't dispute it (laughs) unironically that sounds like fun as hell dude Kanye has really made waves in the recent years I have to say yeah especially with his latest song na 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 like it's so offensively bad that like a fine wine like like it tastes so bad that like over time like it just gets better like it's hard to describe it's like durian like it smells like it smells like absolute ass but like as you go forward and you start like actually eating you're like hey that's not bad or it's like school work like when you start it like it feels so bad but like once you get by, by the time you get to the end like after putting countless hours into school like you get some sort of satisfaction and that's what i get from listening to this song like on repeat i'm sure kanye expected us to compare his his work of music to uh things like durian yeah he really changed the boundary of music like if that's what we're comparing it to like people usually compare it to like emotions colors but we compare it to fruits because that's how much of a (laughs) genius he is wait is durian a fruit i think so is it a fruit what is it 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 couldn't be a vegetable Ball. It's, it's a fruit. <laughs> it's a tree species. It's a fruit of its several tree species belonging to the genus Durio. Wow, that's sick. I want to grow. A tr- How, wait, can they grow here? No, they grow in Thailand. Tropic. Which, which tropical areas? I would assume would be like completely different. Well, yeah. Well, that's whatever. All right. Do you want to go and talk a little bit about uh, your little casting career, Danny, for Valorant? Yeah, sure. So honestly, um, like in the summer, right? Like, like there's this this some Valorant tournament that like some friends are hosting, and then like I tried casting for that, and I'm like, hey, like I, I kind of enjoy this, right? Because like I played the game, and I also like like yelling, like calculated yelling. If that makes any sense, right? So I'm like, this is, has to be the perfect occupation, right? So honestly, like from from there on, like I didn't really expect this to go anywhere, but then um, uh, the the good the good old VC hit me up and asked me if I want to do uh, an event for our schools um this Rocket League tournament, right? So like I took him off on the offer, even though like I, I to be honest with you, like I like I'm I knew nothing about Rocket League, right? Like I I just crammed and I tried to learn as much as I could in one week, and then like I did it and it was pretty good. And then now like I'm being asked by like multiple places to, to to cast um valorant tournaments and honestly like, like i'm hoping that like honestly because I, I enjoy it for now like like it's pretty fun so i don't know like maybe i'll i'll try to do more stuff in the future so i'm not sure what's like, do you see this like most interesting aspect of casting like is there like um, insight like that we don't know so honestly like like when I was like like kind of studying casting, like there's a lot of etiquette and like technique that's like like that's like kind of there that like you don't really realize. Like if you just try to cast, like you find yourself like kind of like lost, I guess. And like when you li- when you listen to it back, like it sounds really awkward. Like there's a lot of like stuff that you have to take in consideration. Like it's not just talking. It's kind of what I've learned. Oh yeah, hmm. dude. Like I feel like so when like- you watch like sports, it's like the same thing. Like, you can tell the difference between, like, a good, like, play-by-play caller and a bad play-by-play caller, right? Because, like, yeah. it's, like, a miles difference. Like, I feel like it's a very, like, difficult job to do because, like, you have to keep a lot of things in, like, mind and you have to talk about the most relevant things as it's happening, right? It's, like, you have to update yourself, like, minute by minute, which is, like, something that's hard to do. Yeah, and like also like like you also can't get too carried away, right? Because like if you speak too fast or speak too much, then it it's not good either, right? So yeah. Mm. Do you see like you like doing something more? Um, honestly, like, like I I would want to keep my options open. Like I feel like though, if you wanna like it, like if I were to go like more professional or like 
like at least local like i'd have to really like put in more effort right because right now like like i haven't really put much effort into like, get trying to get better like i i put like bare minimum but honestly like it seems pretty fun so honestly it might be a, like a future thing that like i'd be down to do on the side like so honestly like True. you can catch it it's potential. World's potential Valorant tournament in like two years <laughs> who knows bro that's... dude if you actually get there that's so hype <laughs> yeah man like like honestly like the thing is like like in terms of video games like 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 i've always wanted to like 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 be on like like i don't know be at an event so i don't know like this could be a way to do it who knows oh like just like like do something more than just play it yeah i guess or like just have a part in it you know what i mean like yeah, yeah like feel a little more than just kind of grinding like the ranked ladder or like just play or playing with friends for fun yeah because honestly like if i'm being honest like being an esports player is is a pretty scary career because it's like it's like even though like people say oh you play video games really right it must be fun like like people have to play like like 12 hours 16 hours a day and like that's pretty unhealthy and like if you're bored of the game, you're stuck playing it, like, regardless, right? Like, like, like if you're an esports player, like, where are you going to go, like, as another profession, right? Like, Eat so, yeah. McDonald's. <laughs> no, man. Okay, a little, okay, but, like, no, I, I think it's... I think there's also, like, in- instability in the job. Like, if you play, like, shit, like, you're going to you drop by, like, your team, right? <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, the if thing. Play, like, like, you need to be on the like, game. You're going to ha- be homeless in, like, a couple of months. Like... Because like your next paycheck is like dependent on how well you play, and if you don't perform, like you might be uh, like without a job, without any money, like on yes. the streets. That level like of job insecurity, like I, I could never. Yeah, yeah, like it, 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 it's it, it's a very interesting industry for sure. Like like honestly, like it's it's actually really weird because if because like the statistically like. I have the stats here, actually. Like, TSM, like, uh, one of the biggest, like, esports organizations, like, they've only won, like, around, like, 5 million, I think, total in, in money, in, in winnings, which is, like, nothing compared to their net worth, which is, like, in the 100 millions. Because, like, all the net worth comes from, like, sponsors and stuff. Like, like the, the, the real money in esports is, like, getting to, like, the big stages and then, like, promoting your sponsors to, like, the hundred thousands of viewers who are watching. Yeah. I feel like that's why, like, you see, like, a lot of pro players... They all like try to do streaming on the side because like it, it becomes like a, a way to like as like an insurance like sort of where even if your pro career like falls off a cliff like at least you have streaming to like feed the bills like help pay your bills. Like a little, yeah, like a small backup. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like Cause, honestly, like because like some pros like, like they make more money from streaming than their actual like pro careers. Yeah, like, you make a very good point there. Like, honestly, as a streamer, like, you might even be more valuable than players to an org, right? Because, like, if a lot of people watch a stream, like, you can just promote the sponsors there. Yeah, and you also become, like, more independent. Like, you don't have to follow, like, a contract on, like, a like a contract that you're signing if you're a pro player. But if you're, like, a streamer, like, you're basically your own boss. So you get to, like, make your own decisions, like, choose what you want to do. Which is, like, I guess something that some people may enjoy. Yeah, but the problem is, like, it's still, like, you still can fall off as a streamer and just become, yeah, lose everything. Yeah. yeah. No, like, it's just... It's true. You can't... Anything in, like, I think the gaming, like, the whole E-whatever, e whatever they call it now. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, it's... Like, it's just... It seems like a gimmick to have a job there. Less so than, like, a real job, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, my man yeah. hating like, on like, absolutely twitch streamers no i mean it's like no, at I the end of the day like it feels like they're... really unstable but i feel like it's yeah, because I, it's like a new profession and like i feel like the luckiest people like are able to make it on top so like it's kind of yeah. because like only like a certain amount of people can actually like do the job successfully like it feels like a gimmick because like you see like on twitch like there's like hundreds of thousands of like zero viewer streams that aren't profitable at all yeah i don't know i think we'll have to see like in the coming years whether like the industry expands or dies off because really like right now it's really hard to tell like there's there's really no idea yeah i feel like the industry has a lot of room to grow just like the podcasting industry you know like a podcast <laughs> could be huge <laughs> in like 10 years like you see us like you see joe rogan right like it's really hard to make predi- predictions in the future because like you don't know what's gonna happen. Like I don't think anyone knows what's gonna happen in like the next twenty years. 
Like to be honest, like no one was able to foresee like coronavirus, right? Right. So like I, I think that that level level of uncertainty, like coronavirus, is able to influence like a lot of like video calling services like Zoom, and I think because of that, it's like hard to make forecasts. Like you can make general predictions, but it's like difficult, you know, to like predict exactly what's gonna happen, like what's gonna be the right play in like ten years. Unless it's buying Bitcoin, that's like a given. <laughs> oh, it no. only goes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you want to talk right, about well, one last thing? So there's a video <laughs> of a deep fake of Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> and apparently, according to this news article, it's a stark reminder or stark warning. Okay, do you want to so, read the title and just give a just go through yeah, the so paragraphs? It says this is a global news article. It says Queen Elizabeth's deepfake Christmas message, a stark warning, by Katie Dangerfield. And then the video, like I'm watching it right now, it's like a message from the Queen about like how she's grateful for BBC to give her the opportunity to say whatever I like without putting anything in my mouth if there's a theme to my message today it is to trust trust in what is genuine and what is not so the video like it looks super real like she like <laughs> roasts canadians at the end it's like yo there's few things more hurtful than telling someone that they prefer to be a canadian so like you know that it's fake and i guess like it looks super real like if i watched the video like i would think it was the queen so like I think there's a... wait, really? She looks <laughs> yeah. super imposed onto like that setting. Really, I think it. Well, she's yeah. like 98 years old. Like I would think an old person like wouldn't move that much in their chair. Okay, if I'm being frank with you, like this, this looks pretty. Like the voice is very questionable. Does she sound like that? I'm listening to her right now. She doesn't. <laughs> What is this? dude honestly like like I don't know if the deep fake was good or bad. I can't I, No but like I feel like it's because like the reason why deep fakes are so powerful is like even if they aren't like exactly perfect, like you're not gonna be actively looking for deep fakes when you're online. So even if it isn't like a hundred percent perfect, it's close enough that like you wouldn't tell the difference, right? Like yes. you're watching this video like with previous knowledge that it was a deep fake, right? But if That's it yeah, you're like, it's harder looking. to differentiate because you're not actively focusing. Like it's a difference between like active attention and passive attention. I see. Because like I could make like a video of Will, like a deep fake video of Will, like talking about how much he hates like a racial minority. And oh, why? Like if you didn't know the difference, like you probably <laughs> did think that he like had those opinions, and that could be very dangerous in the future, right? Cause like I feel like the, the like the most like dangerous part of that deepfakes like the scariest thing is like you could deepfake like a person with a lot of power like saying like really random shit and like that could like inspire people to do things right yeah they give an example on the if you scroll down the article it's like the Mark Zuckerberg one yeah it's just him another like, one about talking, Kim like, Jong Un yeah like some like terrorist organization could send like a deepfake of Kim Jong Un saying that like he launched like two missiles on the U S. And it's like, yo, you better nuke us or else we'll nuke you. Like, it could be pretty dangerous because, like, you could put literally put words in people's mouth without, like, their consent. Yeah, yeah honestly, like, this is getting scary because if you think about it, right, like, 10 years ago, like, there's, like, no one would even fathom this stuff to be available. So, like, like picture what could happen in 10 years, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like things could get really out of hand. Yeah, they could have, like, VR deep fakes. Like, they could have, like, holograms. Like, it could be crazy. <laughs> oh, no, man. Like, it looks like a person's there, but they aren't. Oh, like I, don't, I don't think the technology's there yet. I, I think even passively looking at these, like, examples, I can pre- I'm pretty sure I'd no, be able to because, like, you're on the website. Like, you know okay, that okay. it's a deep fake. Like, it's subconscious. Like, you know, like... No, I know, I know, I know. Fake. But I think passively I would be able to tell. Okay, yo, maybe you can also save me from a burning building as well. Like, who knows? <laughs> Shut wow. up. Wow. Is there anything else you want to add before we end the episode, Will? Uh, I think that wraps it around. I think that wraps it up, right? I think we covered everything. Yeah. Christmas, movies, music, and this deepfake. And the casting. 
So I guess that takes, that's it for this episode. So I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of Just Nothing Podcast. If you like us, please give us a follow on Spotify. And if you want to support the podcast for whatever reason, follow us on uh, help us on, on Patreon at patreon.com slash just don't think. Um, and I believe that's it. Uh, thank you, guys. We'll right, see you guys next you, time. Thank you, Danny, as well. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure being on this podcast. Yeah, very nice yes. to have you as well. What? <laughs>